Every minute, every moment counts. Hello, I'm Julie Hyde, and I understand what it takes to make these moments count for leadership, business, and your life. This podcast will deliver insights and game-changing leadership moments that will allow you to level up and shine a light for those around you. Let's get into today's episode. It's Julie, your host here, and I thought I'd jump on to do a potty about the power of your mindset. It's a really hot topic lately and can make a huge difference to how you make it count for your leadership and your life. Recently, I've been approached to mentor or coach people to help them change their thinking or to offer a different perspective or to reframe situations so they can see the way forward when they're facing challenge. Now, this is what I do and what I love to do and have done for decades, and it goes back to my corporate days. There's still a lot of uncertainty out there in the world, lots of trauma that can affect us in different ways. And the business landscape is still adapting to a new way of working. And this is challenging old style leaders and those who like to work in what we believe to be the traditional way of working. We are still experiencing staff shortages and staff retention challenges. There's the constant change in corporate and the big business worlds, and we're still living in a world with COVID. So there is a lot going on (laughs) and a lot to bog down our minds in a negative way of thinking. And when you throw in what life in general can throw at us, it can sometimes really get us down. So I thought that this would be of value to you to do a podcast about how to change your mindset, to equip you in the best way to be able to adapt and respond to situations in an empowered way, rather than letting things get you down or controlling you. The reason why I believe that mindset is so important is that neurologically, everything starts with your mindset. And what your mindset is, is a set of beliefs that you hold that influences how you think and how you behave. And these beliefs may have been formed over a lifetime or a short time, but regardless, your mindset will influence your success. In Carol Dweck's work about mindset, she came to the conclusion that there are two types of mindset fixed or growth. And fixed is that you are closed to learning and you stay the same. And the growth mindset is where you have a passion for learning, you thrive on challenge, and you don't see failure as a full stop. So it really supports growth. Your mindset is how you empower yourself. And I have a really easy model that I love and something that I've always kept top of mind that is a game changer for people. I really love simplifying things and enabling people to have an easy reference. And it's simply called mindset, behavior, results. So if you think of it in a line, what you think will influence what you do and that influences your results personally and professionally. So therefore, everything starts with your mindset and your mindset can be your superpower 
or not. And what I've come to realize is that my mindset has been my superpower, particularly through the challenges of my adult life. And in particular, through my most recent cancer challenge, my mindset is what keeps me going. It's what keeps me strong and focused on doing the best that I can in any moment. Now, that doesn't mean that I keep going like the force of Wonder Woman. (laughs) It means that I understand how to fuel my mindset. So when I need downtime, I grant it to myself. I don't berate myself for it. So if you're finding yourself in situations where you are letting things get you down and it might be completely justified or you've seen the negative in things a lot and that's making you feel really shitty or if you would simply like a little mindset check, then this is going to help you. Wayne Dyer has a fabulous quote that has stayed with me for a long time. If you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Everything starts with you and you can't control what happens to you, but you can certainly control your response. So I've got six tips for you that is going to enable you to really check in and reflect on how your mindset is serving you or if it's not, and then implement some little tweaks here and there. So the first step in changing your mindset is to identify negative thoughts that are making you feel down, unmotivated, or frustrated. Now, we all have negative thoughts, and I'm not talking about the ones that are fleeting or that make you feel a certain way in moments of time. I'm talking about ones that constantly get you down. It might be work. It might be a relationship. It could be, you know, any particular situation. So it's really identifying what those negative thoughts are and getting them out of your mind and down on paper. So it's about being really, really conscious about it. Because if things are getting you down in moments of time, you might want to take a walk or change your location or declutter or sometimes have a good sleep because it can often be that we're feeling really tired. I'm talking about, you know, constant negative thoughts about, you know, your job, perhaps a relationship that you have could be with a colleague, could be with family member or a friend. Just get these negative thoughts out and be really, really conscious of them. Because the second step is then to reframe your thinking. Once you've identified your negative thoughts, you can then reframe them into something that's positive. Now, I'm not talking about doing this in a way that's unrealistic. There is such a thing as toxic positivity where valid negative emotions are dismissed and not acknowledged as valid. If I use my example here for you, in terms of my cancer journey, what I historically have always really hated are needles and also hospitals. Now, that's a big problem when you are diagnosed with cancer. (laughs) 
So I found myself getting really anxious and dreading having to go to the hospital for treatment from the aspect of A, the the needle as the treatments I had to have were given intravenously or the scans that I have to have every three months involves dye being injected into you. So again, needles or constant blood tests that I need to have. And also simply walking into a hospital really makes me feel incredibly anxious. I just hated everything about them. That was really getting me down and that was not serving me. So what I started to do was reframe the treatments into what I would call wellness days. And that's much more empowering way of thinking. And it's a really positive way of thinking about it. And also the scans, et cetera, I reframe that to be intelligent sessions rather than clinical scans or progress reports. And in terms of the needles, well, honestly, I just have to block them out because I still hate them. Don't see how anyone can love needles, but I don't get as anxious about them anymore. They are part of my wellness routine. And if I allow myself to think about them, well, that's how (laughs) I refer to them is that it's part of my wellness routine now. We are all leaders, but you cannot be a leader of others unless you are a leader of self first. Over the past two decades, I've empowered hundreds of leaders to deliver positive impact to the business they are representing, resulting in extraordinary sales growth and high staff retention rates. I'm often asked the question, how can I work with you, Julie? Here's how. I present one-hour keynotes to corporations, providing practical tools and strategies for leaders and their teams to take control of busy, to be intentional with their actions and achieve the high performance results that they're looking for. I also work one-on-one with a select few ambitious and courageous leaders who understand the key to creating their success starts with them. So if you'd like to connect, you can find me at juliehyde.com.au. The third thing is to be conscious of your language. This is a really strong indicator of your thoughts. So watch or listen to the language that is coming out of your mouth. This will give you a great indication around what you potentially need to reframe. And this includes the language, you know, that we're thinking, that constant dialogue that goes on in our minds, which can often be incredibly negative and also degrading, particularly for ourselves. But if you're constantly thinking about something in a really negative way, you know, the language might not be coming out of your mouth, but if the language is in your mind, this is what you need to be really conscious of as well, all of that negative talk. So the fourth thing is to watch your action. Now, Craig McRae, who is the coach of the Collingwood Football Club in AFL, is a fantastic example of how he really encouraged his players to reflect on their actions when they were perhaps behaving like losers when they shouldn't have been. So a bit of backstory, when he took over from Nathan Buckley in 2021, his team finished 
the um, season second last on the ladder. So that was in 2021. This year, in 2022, he took them to be in a preliminary final. So they were basically playing off to for the grand final and they lost that by a single point. So Collingwood literally became within a point of making the grand final. So it's a sensational turnaround. And it's not as if they had a stack of new players who were suddenly smashing it. What they have is their old team, but with a new mindset. And every business leader who is wanting to change or enhance their results next year, I believe should really look to Craig McRae for inspiration. Now, what interests me as a coach of leaders is that when Collingwood lost a nail-biter to Geelong in the first week of the finals, making them go to sudden death, half a dozen players lay down on the ground, which you will notice a lot of sporting players do when they lose. They lay down on the ground, they get really emotional, but Craig was having none of this. He said that that is acting like a loser and we want to act like winners. We lost the game, but we are not losers. And I just love what he said. Losing something doesn't make you a loser. You're still a winner. You just didn't win on that particular day. And I think that this is a really fantastic mindset switch everyone really needs to try. And having that belief that you always have it in you to be the best, no matter how far down you might find yourself in terms of you know, progress or a score. So be really, really conscious of your actions as well. So that might be your physiology, that might be even how you're sitting, how you're walking, how you hold your head, but just be really conscious of your actions and maybe reflect on the story of Craig McRae. Number five, understand how to fuel your mindset. Be careful of what you consume, what you listen to, the media, social media. It's a massive, massive influence on people's mindset and mental health. The reason for that is we can easily go into comparison-itis. We can look at what's happening in the social media space, in particular on Instagram, and compare ourselves to others and other people's lives and start thinking, oh, I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm not thin enough, my career isn't where theirs is, oh, I'm not a a good enough mom or dad, I don't look after myself how they do and the list can go on. So I really encourage you to understand what works for you and what doesn't at any given time. Sometimes I have to stop myself looking at social media because it doesn't make me feel good or I unfollow accounts because they don't make me feel good either. It's knowing when you need to take a break so that you're at your best. Morning routines are incredibly powerful. These morning routines enable us to feel more in control, reduce stress and anxiety, improve attitude. And this is something that will absolutely support you 
to fuel your mindset. So it's being conscious of what you do first thing in the morning rather than reaching for the phone and getting sucked into that world of social media or looking at emails and getting influenced into other people's agenda, what other people want of you, aim to stick to how you're wanting to start your day and support yourself, whether that be, you know, meditation or or exercise or whatever that looks like for you. But really understand how to support your mindset on any given day. And the sixth and final tip is get support. Now, whether that is through writing in a journal and keeping yourself accountable to things and supporting yourself or get support from a partner or a coach, but you're looking for someone to keep you accountable. As an example, I do all of that. I have a couple of friends who are really, really good at identifying the language that I speak that may give an indication of what I need to reframe or a negative thought pattern that I need to address. But often, you know, through journaling, if you write things down, you can identify, okay, my thoughts aren't great there. And that's free flowing journaling I'm talking about. It's identifying, you know, what may be holding you back, making you feel not great, and understanding how you can reframe it to something else. But I find in having people to help you with that type of thing and really listening to what you're saying, because sometimes we don't pick it up. Sometimes we are unconsciously doing things. So having that accountability partner or just that friend who's going to say, hey, I heard you say yet, or you know, why aren't you believing that now as an example? So I hope that those six tips will get you underway towards having a mindset that is your superpower too, because your mindset is everything. You need to fuel it. You need to protect it, support it always. It is the main thing that influences the quality of your life personally and professionally. So it is absolutely worthy of your time. And while I've got you, once again, I do want to thank you for your support in listening to Making It Count. And I hope that listening to today's episode and also all of the inspirational guests that I bring your way are helping you and inspiring you to make it count in your life, both personally and professionally. And also in really enabling you to get a real insight into other people's mindsets so that you can make your mindset a real superpower for you. So thank you and I'll chat with you soon. Thank you for listening to today's episode and I trust that you enjoyed leaning into one of the precious moments shared. I invite you to leave your thoughts as a review in support of this show. You can also share with your network and even rate and review it. I would appreciate that feedback and connection. I'd love to connect on LinkedIn or Instagram via my handle, Julie Hyde Leads. Until next time, live and lead intentionally and make it count. Make it count.